All right, so we live on the on our main page here. So I guess the usual tags per se. Did you go live on Facebook? Yeah, we're live on Facebook. Okay. Is it? I don't see it. Let's see. All right, I just tagged your name, so maybe that'll make it pop up. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. All right, I'm about ready whenever you are. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, so I don't have a script. My partner Ian doesn't have a script. Welcome to the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. I mean, it's April 15th. Uh, this past week in sports, basically, the main headline's been the playing tournament where we we actually saw some, some fun games starting with uh, – Tuesday when we had the seven, eight matchups there between the Heat and the Hawks. Hawks end up beating the brakes off the Heat on the glass, end up winning that game. Then, of course, drama field, Lakers and, and T-Wolves game where the Lakers, you know, squeaked by there. You know, a bunch of antics, a bunch of interesting plays, but nevertheless, Lakers got the Grizz. Move over to Wednesday where we got where we saw our Bulls, you know, and in the real MVP, uh, Dr. DeRozan, she, you know, making the uh, making the Raptors miss 18 free throws, but nevertheless, we got the win that day. Mm -hmm. uh, the Thunder came in and surprised surprised me by beating the Pelicans as well. But then we had last night to where we'll get into that, where you know our bull season actually ended, uh, and Thunder got blown out. But nevertheless, we have the matchup set. The playoffs start today. Um, but uh, before we get any further, look, it's just us two today. Um, 
Brandon is not here due to, you know, family circumstances and stuff. But nevertheless, I'm here with my brother, Mr. I don't know if it's Ian Jones these days, people Hernandez, Ron <laughs> Tidwell, show me the money. I don't know. But either way, what's going on, my brother? Hey, how you doing this morning? How you feeling? How you feeling? Man, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. So, all right. First things first. Um, last night, Bulls. You know, I was, I didn't watch the first half. I was riding bikes with my son. I came in. Like, okay, but I was paying attention, you know, the game cast on ESPN, just, just paying attention, seeing, you know, okay, they they keeping they they they're in there. Uh, it's not looking, you know, it's not it's not too bad. So third quarter, I'm like, okay, like they're they're like there's some fight here. Like they actually taking the lead and stuff, fourth quarter. When they brought in Drummond, I'm like, okay, like this is spark here. Kobe White's actually, you know, doing his thing as well. So I'm like, you know, we got a chance. Yeah. And then as soon as, as soon as I feel like they took Drummond out the game, put Booch back in, they took Kobe White out the game. Yeah, it went downhill quick. That that's what I think. But what what are your thoughts on yesterday's game and this Bulls season as a whole, bro? Uh yesterday's game was very disappointing. So I was watching majority of the second half and then I briefly ran out the house, you know, to go get my daughter something to eat. Um, at that time, the Bulls were winning. Bulls were winning at that time. You know, Andre Drummond, he was on the he was on the glass. Um, I think Demar at that point he had uh, about like three back to back game ones. Uh, you know, Levine was going hard to the basket. They was actually playing good defense. Uh, they was blitzing. Um, you know, Miami shooters. So you know. I think they had a hot shooting streak in the first half. Um, so it was looking pretty good. I was like, okay, the Bulls are going to pull this. Or, you know, randomly go get something to eat for my daughter, come back. And we end up losing by <laughs> double digits. I'm like, how do we how do we go from winning the game and basically in control to losing double digits? Uh, as far as the season goes, I think um, very disappointing. Um, like I've been saying all year, this team is too talented to be, you know, it's just in the play-in or just, you know, barely making it by or having a fight to get in the playoffs. I think it's a, I think it's, we need a new, a new coaching. I think we need a new coach. I think it's Billy Donovan. I don't really see too much wrong with the roster as a whole. You know, I think we have a solid bench. I think starting five is cool. I mean, of course, we miss Alonzo, but uh, we might have to give up on Alonzo during um, to unfortunate circumstances. But yeah, I just think, I mean, it's disappointing. I mean, we were number one in the East at one point last year, and what top top five or top four seed last year. And, we don't make the playoffs, and you know, it's just real disappointing. It's been real disappointing all year. I mean, you you're right. It's like, you know, coming into this year, we had expectations based on what we saw. Uh, you know, last year we had a good sample size, but I guess the thing to I guess we both got to remember, and the fan base as a whole, like our team was, you know, night and day when Lonzo was there, like defense wise we you know was locking up better on, on the perimeter 
tempo on offense, everything flowed a lot smoother. And I know that, you know, I, I, I listened to, to talk radio on my way to work and coming home and, you know, like, yeah, Lonzo Ball isn't the savior for this team, but he does have a significant impact on what we're trying to do. And with him having, you know, all these knee surgeries can't get right and down the procedure they're talking about is what they probably want to do to him is the same procedure that ended, if I'm not mistaken, Jason Richardson's career and also Festus Azili's career. Because ever since they had those surgeries, they never played again. And that's where we're at with Lonzo Ball. So, yeah, and, it, you know, it, it sucks because at the time, I felt like we had the best point guard uh, uh, available in that offseason to actually do what we need to do, an actual true floor general that we don't see too much these days. And so, yeah, not having him definitely sets us back. Um, but also, I agree with you, the coaching, that's like, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I, I definitely don't have – definitely don't have the X's and O's experience as Billy Donovan, but just from an instinct and like eye test perspective, if I'm seeing Drummond out there, ooh, I get it, you haven't really played him as much, but if he's out there and he's pushing Bam Adebayo around and getting all these offensive rebounds, creating and one opportunities, like he creates a spark of a problem that apparently Eric Spoelstra has not figured out, and you take him out the game. And you put in Vooch, who can't defend worth a lick, who comes in and they get two and one calls on him, like off bat. Jimmy Butler out here, like going ham. It, it, I don't know. It doesn't sit well. And then we take Kobe White out, the only person that was actually hitting threes for our team, because we had some dude named Max Struess on the other team out here just lighting us up all over the place. And it was so infuriating watching that. Um, but we actually had somebody that was, you know, you know, matching him blow shot from shot per se, and you take him out. It's like you you just gave away your rebounding, your interior defense, and your floor spacing and your shooting at the same time. Yep. And then and then lastly, Zach Levine. Like I get it, the the game before, I mean, he looked like he looked like him. That was him. Mm-hmm. The game before. Last time Zach. Yeah, it looked like him. It looked like the, the 200, 200 mil guy right there. Mm-hmm. But you know, he was forcing it. The game wasn't there. The only one outside of Kobe White that was basically, you know, doing anything was, was your guy Debo, pretty much. And, it, you know, it just I, I just feel like you shouldn't take out the guys that got you there. It, I, I wouldn't have went back with Vooch or uh, probably Caruso at a certain point. I, I don't know. I just didn't, didn't sit right. So, Really quick, uh, we had somebody, you know, that wanted to come and join us this morning. We got this guy here. His name is uh, John Abernathy. He joined us before. Um, trying to connect his audio here. But anyway, uh, I guess when his audio comes through, we'll, we'll introduce him. But, but yeah, man, season's been disappointing. Um, hopefully at this point, going to all season, they blow this thing up and um, – get it figured out going forward. But yeah, I would definitely want another coach. Uh, There's that guy. If they blow it up, I mean, what essentially do do you think we need to do different? For one, I feel like Vooch, (laughs) like it was, you you, you was, you know, a fine addition, my good sir, but you gotta go. The, The Rosen, Levine, 
like, you know, at times it works, right? Because you, because we got two guys that can go get their own bucket any given time. At times it works. Sure. But does it really flow? Is it really fluent? Not every night, no. No, that's, that's the thing. So you got to either figure out, get somebody in that can figure that dynamic out to its maximum uh, optimization or you got to move one. And, and, and the so, only knock. More likely. You said Levine? No, I said it'll probably be Debo more likely. I mean, he's the and, only. And, right, and that's and that was that was going to be uh, that's going to be saying that only not because he's he's older. But right. as we know, Debo has performed the as the better player for the past two years since they've been together by far. Yeah. Debo's been more consistent. Debo's the one that been putting the team on his back, night in and night out consistently. So, yeah, that's tough. They're gonna have to figure something out, but. I, this is the last thing I'll say in that regard. AK and Mark uh, Everly, whatever his last name is, like I've had a lot more expectations for them because where we came from with guard packs for like a decade and a half, like that's just a complete debacle. And I still believe that AK and, and Mark can get it done, but their perception and what it's looking like right now is – a lot of people definitely feel like like this is no different than Garpax. Yeah. And that's and that's a category you do not want to be in. Yeah, it's not a good look at all. I definitely agree with uh DeRozan being the one to leave. I mean, let's be realistic about it. DeRozan didn't want to be in Chicago to begin with. He was expecting to go to LA or somewhere else. But I mean, he got the contract and he's played his heart out. He's been a hell of a player for him. But it just isn't the right place for him. Yeah, Chicago loves him, but him and Levine, they don't mix. And as long right. as those two are together, that play in tournaments is pretty much all they're bound to do. You're right. Like nobody wants to be stuck in NBA purgatory, right? Yep. I remember the Houston Rockets for years was the mediocre team. At Man. a certain point, when you was like too bad, I mean, too good to not make the lottery, but not bad enough to get a, you know, a, a franchise changing player. So it's like, that's where we're at. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly that, where we're at. Yeah. So, like, in the NBA, you either got to be awfully bad or really good. You cannot be in between. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, personally, at the time of the deadline, I was hoping they flipped Zach. I, I was. Mm. For, I mean, for a lot of reasons, right? For one, like, he ended the season missing the first game due to low management. Like, that's not a good sign at all. Yeah. The whole offseason, you resting, and then you come in the first game, can't play because of low management. And you just signed this 200 plus million dollar contract. Right. Mm. I mean, and he was so inconsistent. I mean, there was a lot of buzz at the deadline. I was hoping we flipped him for, for you know, players that came in to either, you know, give us some cap relief or guys that, you know, hungry that wanted to prove themselves to, you know, you know, do something in the future. So it's just, yeah. I mean, it's like we've been saying, so much inconsistency. Um, Levine is like one night he's brilliant. Two nights he's bad. One night I'm like, okay, you're an all-star player. The next night it's like I'd rather have Iota Sumu come in and take your minutes. So it's like I, I I don't know what I'm getting from Zach, but I know what I'm getting from uh, Debo. But 
Yeah, I get it. The age. That's that's the sad part about this. Because I yeah. feel like Devo, like, actually plays like he's from the city as opposed to Zach. So. Mm-hmm. And it's, right. it's almost to the point where, you know, you almost forget, you know, how old he is. But, he, I mean, he's been in the league for for a long time now. It, I mean, yeah. it doesn't think, it doesn't seem like it, but, I mean, he has. So, I mean, that would be my only reason for them to move him. And I, uh, like Jonathan stated, it's like they mix, but they don't. And, like, certain times they mix, I guess, when they both on, but they really don't. Because, I mean, our offense is predictable. Like, I've been saying all year, it's one of them brings the ball down, pick and roll, here comes Vooch with the pick, and it's one of them just go one-on-one downhill. Or Debo going to post you up and get to a spot, or is that going to take a three, or he's going to try to, you know, go to the basket. So you can't – honestly, you can't win a championship like that. You can't go deep in the playoffs like that. So, I mean, it's going to have to be a change now. I mean, not unless, you know, like you said, they bring a coach in and they bring somebody to kind of make it work between them two and maybe a, a floor general point guard that they can kind of get in the offseason. But I, Billy Donovan, I don't know he just signed an extension, so. Yep. And I'll say this last thing, I'll let John go. They need shooting. They yeah. need shooting desperately. Desperately. Like, this team is usually – at the bottom of the league in three-point shooting. They don't have any floor spacing. When the Bulls get down, they have to either grit their way back in the game or get blown out. That's exactly why I posted that I could see the Bulls either winning by 10 or losing by 25. That's just what it is. Yep. Uh, My question is, without his injury history, with DeRozan's age, would you guys keep him over Levine? Like, do you think they would keep him if he didn't have the injury history? Regardless of his age, I think I think they would have a definitely a conversation about it. Yeah, I'm, I I think it, I mean personally, me I I think it's worth the conversation. Not saying that you would do it, but it's definitely worth sitting down and, and think about. I mean, just look at just completely different circumstance, but look at uh, last year in, in entering the draft, the Orlando Magic had the first pick, right, and all you kept hearing was. Jabari Smith, Jabari Smith, but they sat down and had a conversation hours before the draft. It's, you know, Paulo Bencaro. So apparently, just to have the conversation, maybe like really the pros and cons of everything. Because, yeah. I mean, you got a guy that has the it factor. You know, some people have it, some people don't. Zach at times does, but I just seen it a lot more from Debo. Inconsistent. Yeah. Like, maybe because Debo's been through it. Like, he's had the experience, so he knows, you know, when, when you get older, you just start fine-tuning certain things, right? Even in life. You, mm-hmm. like, the things that used to, you know, maybe take you forever when you're in your 20s, you know, in your 30s, you just, you know, going right through it. It's nothing to you. So, that's that's how I'm looking at it. Yeah. What they really need is defense, though. I mean, you guys have the defense on the perimeter and everything, but – you don't really have a consistent big man to grab boards so you can get At them all. second chance points. Boots yeah. off. And that's where and that's where Drummond was helping us, you know, off the bench. And you know, I think last night he got six rebounds in six minutes. That's the type of numbers we need. He's yeah. already been one of the best rebounders, I would say, in the last 10 years. Now offensively, he's a hit and miss sometimes. But you guys I mean, need a guy that is going to be an eight and 10 guy that can, that can at least get eight to 10 points that can grab 
10 to 12 boards a night. You need a double-double guy rather than a guy that might give you three points throughout the whole night with six rebounds. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then also within that guy to actually be physical, like yeah. you, you know that he's a presence there. You know that the, when the opponent comes in, they're going to have a tough night going against They're going to question themselves going into the hole. Yeah, and that's you know mentally that's 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 half the battle right there. So I want a physical bruiser that can give me ten to twelve. Heck, I'll take a a, a Kevin Looney like that guy. He doesn't have to score too much, but you know he's gonna give the other team problems. He can give you ten to twelve boards if he's in the game for a certain period of time. Yeah. He he can clean up for you. So I just it ain't even got to be a superstar guy at that position. Just you know, just somebody that that's what we need. Like the Bulls picking up Drummond was literally like Shaq for the Celtics. Like it was past his prime. Like nobody's worried about this guy anymore. He's not going to be able to keep up on the floor up and down it. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because it's like with Drummond, you know, the game's changed. Yeah. And that's why, you know, we can't have Drummond out there 30 minutes a night. And it's crazy because Drummond, Within over the last 10 years, it probably has the most rebounds in the league, led the rebounding four times uh, mm-hmm. over that span. Like he he was a rebounding powerhouse. But things change. He's can't probably can't do that, probably can't sustain. I mean, just watching him out there. I mean, yeah, he was great last night, but I also saw him let Kevin Love shoot a three in his face without closing out. So it's just that four spacing part, like that part gets him in trouble too. So so I mean, no, you're right. Um and really quick from the comments, Kevin Hogue says they need a Seth Curry. Yeah, they they definitely do need somebody that's more consistent. Kobe White, inconsistent. At times, like I've seen the man be brilliant, but majority of the time he's nowhere to be found. And I thought he was going to be the eye man out this yeah. last summer. Yeah, and tra- I thought he was going to be the eye man out around the trade deadline. Yeah. So now the way that he performed yesterday, now it's like the Bulls, like do we keep this guy now? It's, it, it's – it's a lot of different things they need to figure out here for real. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, at this point, we can just see what the Bulls do in all season. And uh, we can actually get into the teams that actually made the playoffs here if y'all want to. Yeah. All right. So, for me, I feel like both conferences actually have good matches. But, you know, obviously the Western Conference is the the darling as far as, you know, the whole story and Cinderella's and yeah, yeah, the, yeah but bunch of storylines, bunch of interest in the East. It's like, you know, once we get to the second round then it gets to the nitty gritty per se, but now let's so be yeah, we got, say that again. I said, now let's be a surprise team. I mean, you never know. I, like I mean, I have one and I, I got an idea who it is. I feel like we might have one surprise team. All right, so let me we let's go through these lists, and then apparently you you gonna surprise us with your surprise team. So four games today, four games tomorrow. Playoff start here, uh, noon Central time. We got first game. We got the Nets and the Sixers. So of course, Joel Embiid is probably gonna be your MVP. Probably my MVP is Giannis, but I get it if if Embiid wins it. But um, you know Brooklyn. I mean ever. Even though they got rid of their superstars, per se, um, you know, they're still rocking and rolling, still not a bad team, but, you know. They're going to miss that superstar around this time. 
Yeah. So how you how you all see this series going? I mean, first and foremost, is, is anybody on Brooklyn going to stop the probably uh, MVP this year? No. No. Nah, nah, <laughs> I ain't so either. I got I got Brooklyn. Uh, I got Brooklyn losing this series. Maybe if they don't get swept, maybe four to one. Uh, gentlemen, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was gonna say four to one. I, I, I don't think anybody's stopping JoJo. Like nobody in that on the on the Nets right now is gonna stop Joel. No. No, I mean no, I, I see that and. Uh, I think Bridges is good enough to, to get you one. He's been lighting it up, yeah. He's been lighting it up. He has uh, – what's the other name? guy named Cam Thomas? Is that the other guy mm-hmm. that, that can get buckets? Dinwiddie. I, I mean, you never know. Like, one of those games they, you know, catch catch the home crowd, you know, mm-hmm. amping them up and stuff. Yeah, I, I can see a gentleman sweep. If it goes longer than five, I'm questioning Doc Rivers. I, I think James is actually going to come to play too. Like we we've known James Harden to play because he he's starting to pick his game up a little bit more as the time has gone on in Philly. So he's getting back to not MVP James Harden, but he's getting right. back to he he's becoming a problem again because he's figuring it out with the new rule sets and everything. So he's becoming a little bit more of a problem to help Philly. And that is definitely a good insight there. And I feel like Philly has the chance. Like, look, there's three teams in the East, three teams that we know that can get to the finals here. And Philly is one of them. Oh, yeah. And I feel like Philly, in my opinion, will get to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. But, you know, a lot of things got to go right. I think Tyrese Maxey is one of those players that really just got to ball out when it matters. Maybe not in this series. But when they probably more than likely end up playing the Celtics in the next round, that's where he needs to shine for them. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, Philly overall has a lot of stake between, you know, their roster construction and the front office and the coach. Like, they have to at least get to the conference finals here. Otherwise, I think you're going to see a, a whole bunch of different moving pieces with that organization this summer. Yeah, I think Joe might be gone within the next year or two if they don't make a deep playoff run, at least to show some potential on making a championship run. Yep, I, I can see that. I can see Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers being gone. I, I could just be a whole different environment. Yeah. So, next matchup, 2.30 today, we got the Hawks and the Celtics. Now... I wanted the Heat to play this team, but, you know, it goes back to what I was saying last week. You know, he's good enough to be a first-round exit or a championship contender in the same game. And they they have definitely shown in this playing tournament for me. But nevertheless, look, Trey Young and this Hawks team, I mean, that was a couple of years removed from the Eastern Conference Finals. I know a different coach, probably a couple of different players. But this team is probably the definition of mediocrity that we have seen in a long time. How do you go? What is that? Twenty three and twenty three in the last four in the last forty six games with no more than a two game winning streak or no more than a two game losing streak. How do you do this? I, I but, honestly, I honestly think this team is um, they're like a pro am team. Like if, if this was a pro am league, they'll go undefeated. But <laughs> as, far as, 
as far as NBA play and, and you know them going to the playoffs, I I, I honestly think they will get swept. Maybe maybe one game because Trey Young, you know, maybe he has forty or fifty points, but I think they'll get swept. And I feel like they're too small. I feel like they're too small on the perimeter as well. Mm. Mm. But I mean, I would say this. I think DeJounte Murray might make a big impact here in the playoffs. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, they traded for the guy. They gave, a, I think, what, three future first-round picks for this dude? Yeah, they gave a lot. But, I mean, he he's a walking triple-double at the point guard position that actually plays defense. Yeah. So, I mean, he I mean, he can cause problems. I mean, he could probably give um Jalen Brown some problems for sure. Especially Jalen Brown. I think he cut his hand on a vase here and he's still recovering from that, mm-hmm. which is not the perfect timing at all. But I mean, this is one of those series to where, you know, I expect Jason Tatum to just dominate. He should yeah. be able to dominate. If Jason Tatum is that player that we think he is, that he was showing last year until he got to the finals. I mean, it should be. What are you thinking, John? Um, Honestly, I think it's going to go six with Celtics winning it, obviously, but I think it'll go six. The Hawks will win one in Boston. Mm. They'll win one in Atlanta. Mm. But the only reason I say, because honestly, they might win this first game. I don't think Boston is preparing for them the way they need to be. I can see that. And yeah. I think they're basically looking toward the next round already. Yeah. And I think they're going to win the first game in Boston because Don't nobody expects them to. Yeah. And then they'll get one in Atlanta and it'll be when they're already down like two, one. I got you. Makes I sense. can see that. So, and I mean, Trey, I mean, I don't think Trey will be there after next season anyway. The way the, the way things, everything's going in Atlanta, I don't think Trey's going to be there much longer. So now it's his time to, to basically put up or shut up. And this is his point to prove to another team what he can do so he can have more of a trade stock. I can see that. So you got the Hawks in six. Uh, no, I got Celtics in six. That's what I, I mean. Have it going Celtics six, in yeah. six. Yep, Celtics in six. Ian got Celtics in four. I'm going to go gentleman sweep. Celtics in five. All right, so this series here, I'm actually a little intrigued. It's the Knicks and the Cavs. That's the third game today. The Knicks and the Cavs. Like, I believe this, this series will go seven. I believe uh, that the Knicks will actually come to play in this series. And I look at it like this. There's no way. If I'm the New York Knicks, there's no way I'm losing this series to Donovan Mitchell. Only for the sole reason, because the guy wanted to be a Knicks last summer. He he basically had his bags packed, was waiting on it, and it never happened. So now he has the opportunity to, to give it right back to you. You cannot take that. You just cannot. Cannot do it whatsoever. Now, this was the Knicks team before they acquired Josh Hart at the deadline. I'll probably be picking the Cavs all day, every day on this one. And, and that Cavs team is very tough. But since Josh Hart, this team is different. Jalen Brunson has actually looked like the, the guy that they gave the money to. Uh, Julius Randle, uh, I think he's actually scheduled to play today because he's been resting for the last couple of weeks with an ankle injury or something like that. But, um, I mean, it is pressure. It is definitely pressure on the Knicks in this series. 
So I'm gonna say I got Nixon seven. Nixon seven. I got Nixon seven. Mm. This is gonna be probably one of the most, maybe probably one of the most entertaining series in the playoffs, especially in the first round. Uh, two pretty much equally matched teams, I would say, kind of. Um, got playoff basketball back in the garden finally. Um, but I think I think Cle- Cleveland is my surprise team. I feel like if Cleveland can put it together, you know, with Garland and Donovan Mitchell can like show up, and you know, it's a different atmosphere. You're not in Utah no more. I feel like they could really put something together. They could possibly go on the run. You know, got Evan Mobley. I feel like they can. I feel like they can go on the run. But I do think the series will go six or seven, easy. It's not even, I think it'll go seven, probably. Dang. So that means I'm going to be the odd one out in this because uh, you always are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Donovan Mitchell is going to come to play and destroy the Knicks because, like you said, he had his bags packed. He was ready to go to New York. I'm taking Cleveland in a gentleman's like 4 1. Like, I think Don, Donovan Mitchell is going to destroy <laughs> the Knicks. That man is on literally, he's mad at the league right now. Like, he, he wants it. And I think he's literally going to beat the Knicks 4-1. He's probably going to average like 45 a game. I mean, in a wide range of outcomes, <laughs> I can see it. I, I, I'm not. And that's, and that's basically, basically your point and my point are aligned. Basically yeah. just two different outcomes. Yeah. Either, either Knicks cannot allow this to happen because this man is going to come for you. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. And, and, and the Cavs do have a pretty pretty darn good supporting cast. Darius Garland, I mean, he I mean he can give Jalen Brunson as many buckets as they can give each other. So and, and it's just crazy because speaking of Darius Garland, right now, this season, he's top five point guard in the league. Like and nobody's talking about it. Nobody. And that, that's the craziest part of it all, is because you know, you knew he had sparks of like highlights and everything, but he's actually putting it together now, which makes that team surprisingly scary because you don't know what type of night you're going to go into. You can have a night where you're going to just have your guys ran ragged the whole night, or you're going to be able to shut them down because he's going to be missing his shots. But he's also learned being two or three years into league, however far he is into league, he's learned now that like, he doesn't have to score the way he was before he got Donovan Mitchell. Yep. So now he has that supporting cast to help him out and he doesn't have to do it all. So now he's relying more on his teammates and he's becoming more of a leader role. Facts. Facts. And the one thing I want to see in this matchup besides the star power, Evan Mobley, I want to see how dominant he can be, you know, down low against, uh, uh, what's his name? Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell. Is that his name? Uh, No. Um, they're not the big for uh, the Knicks. I forgot his name. Athletic guy. Remember. But but I guess nevertheless, Evan Mobley, you know, supposed to be, you know, this guy. And I think he is that guy. Like, I, I feel like he's a legit talent. I just want to see if he can put it all together and be that dominant force against the Knicks and what the Knicks going to do to respond to that. So it's, it's a lot of different things in this series. 
Uh, definitely entertaining. Either way, I expect Donovan Mitchell to come in and ball out and what the Knicks are going to do, that's, that's going to tell the series. So, the last series for today's games, um, a team that we haven't seen in the playoffs since 07, the Kings and the Warriors. Now, shout out to Mike Brown, because he's probably going to be coach of the year, and rightfully so, for taking a Kings team to the playoffs since, I just said, 07, um, who basically got the best out of the Aaron Fox and Sabonis this year. Yep. <clears throat> Harrison Barnes looking <laughs> decent. Uh, Keegan Murray, their rookie, looking nice. Uh, this whole like the bean thing the whole year. It's like, I know it's not Arco Arena, I don't, but either way, like the fan base is rabid again. It's it's just good times for the Kings. But <laughs> <laughs> with all it's that being still said, the Kings. And you happen to be going against the defending champs. It, it's it's basically battle of Northern California and battle of the exes because there's a bunch of former coaches and players that used to be on the Warriors <laughs> on the Kings now and vice versa. Um, apparently, the Warriors are the first team, I think, in league history to have three guards to average over 20 points a game uh, in a season, which wow. is insane. Yeah. I read that, uh, I think, yesterday. I'm like, wow. Was well, it so got- Oh, Steph, Jordan Poole, and uh, Clay Thompson? Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, but the key to all this is Andrew Wiggins finally being back, and he's playing tonight. He's been cleared. I guess he, you know, did enough practicing mentally. He's ready. And we know that the Warriors team was not going to make a serious run without him. So he's oh. back in the fold. I think I'm being nice if I say Warriors in six. I think I'm being nice when I say that. But I, I, I'm going to give a little respect to, to the Kings a little bit. But I got Warriors in six in the series. I, I just eh, – it's just wrong wrong place, wrong time for the Kings on, mm. in this matchup to me. It's just too much championship DNA. I mean, yeah, De'Aaron Fox can get buckets. I, I mean, actually, both teams, it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Yeah. Kings just – their defense is not as good, even though they have a defensive head coach. But they – Look, we we gonna see like 120 to 125 type scores here across the board, yeah. but uh, I got the Warriors. I got the Warriors as well, <laughs> but like Jonathan stated in the Atlanta and Boston series, I think um, you know they might catch them, might catch them a game, like maybe like this first game, because I'm pretty sure they they're playing in Sacramento that first game, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, you know, they might catch them. You know, the crowd's going to be crazy. Ain't, playoffs ain't been there in a very long time, almost 20, close to 20 years. So, I think they'll catch them maybe tonight. They might have a good game. Might be a high-scoring game, but I think it'll – I got the Warriors in five or six for sure. I think that experience will, is going to take over at some point. Uh, I got the Warriors in five with them losing this first game with Andrew Wiggins coming back because they're going to need to get the chemistry back. Yeah, I can see that. He's been gone for quite some time, so the chemistry is going to be off a little bit. It's going to be a close game down at the wire because they're going to figure it out at halftime, but I've got Sacramento winning this game and then getting 4 road the next four. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. So those, that's all the games for today. Tomorrow, we got four games as well. Look, the first game, I'm glad this is the first game for tomorrow because I, I definitely <laughs> won't want y'all definitely opinions here. It's the Lakers and Grizzlies. Look, before I even go into it, do any one of y'all, <clears throat> excuse me, do any one of y'all have the Lakers winning the series? Me. I got the Lakers winning this series. I got them in like six or seven. You say you got the Lakers winning six or seven? Yeah. Okay. Look, apparently you, you all and a lot of America feel the same way. And and I get it, right? You know, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, the Lakers look better since they made all those trades. The Grizzlies doesn't have Steven Adams right now. Brandon Clark is, is out for the year. Oh, Jaron Jackson Jr. gets into foul trouble instantly against the Lakers. I get it. But I, I'm not, I'm just not gonna sit here and act like the Grizzlies aren't that team. I'm just not. Look, I like Lakers probably have the clearest path to the second round based on this matchup. But I'm gonna say Grizzlies in six. I'm gonna I say mean, Grizzlies. I can't argue, I can't argue with that. I, I don't think it's gonna be just a cakewalk. I mean, LA is still pretty new to each other. Uh, D'Lo, D'Lo is up and down. He might be injured one game. The next game, he might give 45. And he might look like the best point guard in the league. And the next night, he'll go one for five and he'll play 10 minutes. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> AD, he's been, he's probably been, he's been probably the most consistent probably since they won the championship. So, uh, he's been, he's been pretty, he's been pretty good lately. Uh, you know, LeBron's on his last legs, but you know, he's going to come to play as a playoff time. Uh, hopefully they can keep his minutes between 30 and like around 30, 32 minutes. Uh, they can't afford to go no overtime. It was an overtime game. I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna work out for him. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's just gonna be a cakewalk. I think it'll be. I think the series is going six or seven again. I got the Lakers in seven, but that's with the exception that everybody will stay healthy in the series. <laughs> because I mean, if you see an injury to LeBron or AD, I mean, the series is over. Memphis is taking it. Yeah. I and mean, not so I'm... much, sorry, not no, so much no. LeBron, because we've seen what the Lakers could do without LeBron. It's more so if AD gets injured. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, when when the Grizzlies, uh, when Jaron Jackson Jr., you know, pip dunked on, on Anthony Davis, that man got hurt. So I mean, I I I, I don't understand. That Look. man, that man broke his heart <laughs> and sat out the next game, <laughs> putting it back together. Talking about like, load management. No, nah, we knew, we really knew what happened, bro. We we do. <laughs> uh, I mean, glass fraternity, Anthony Davis. I mean, look, the series does come down to. Anthony Davis. That, that, that's exactly what it comes down to. If Anthony Davis, you know, plays like the Anthony Davis, you know, back in the in the bubble, or you know, his prime years in in uh, New Orleans, 
and Jaron Jackson Jr. is in foul trouble. I mean, you know, that's that's one of the that's one of the paths for the Lakers to win this series. It is. Mm-hmm. But here's where I'm going with this. John Moran. It starts with John Moran. There is nobody. I mean, nobody on the Lakers that's going to stop that man. Because if he starts willing and dealing to get into the lane, creating opportunities for everybody else, it's 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 not going to look pretty for the Lakers. I mean, yeah, the Lakers have looked better, but I'm sitting here looking at the Lakers against the Timberwolves in that game and how ugly that game was. The Lakers should have lost that game. Like they they really should. Like as as good as they've been playing, they they are vulnerable. They like their defense, you know, has looked better, but it's still not the greatest. Their offense can be stagnant, super stagnant at times. Yeah. yeah. The the t- uh, the Grizzlies they have shooting, they have depth. They can come at you at, at, in bunches. So I don't know how resilient this Lakers team is going to be when Memphis in the grindhouse starts being overwhelming for them. That's that's the thing. But the big difference that we're overlooking right now is playoff LeBron. That's the big difference right now that we're overlooking with this series. Like LeBron can only do so much. That's why I said AD is going to be the key factor. But this is playoff LeBron who steps up even more than what we've seen him do over the last 20 years. I mean, we'll we'll see, but I don't know how many more playoff LeBron type games we True. Can see. I, yeah. I, I don't know. And this may be his last chance, so it's gonna have seriously. It's gonna have to be playoff AD. He's gonna have to yeah. he's gonna have to show that, you know. In my opinion, he still hasn't really showed that this is his team. So I feel like this playoffs, he's gonna have to show that this is this this is my team. I'm gonna put us on our back. LeBron, let's go. I got us. Yeah, for real. Real talk. So so yeah, we will see. I that's definitely one of the series I think all of America's gonna be looking at. Um second series tomorrow. You got the Heat and the Bucks. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this. Real simple and sweet. Sweet. <laughs> and look, it is like I, I I know the heat, like I said, can look like the first round Ezra championship contender in the same game. However, the same heat team, you know, that gave the Bucks problems a few years ago. This is not it. The last time the Bucks and the Heat played, the Bucks dismantled them. This Bucks team is primed and ready, and this is my championship pick. I do have the Bucks winning it all. This team, dude, there's nobody stopping, in my opinion, the best player in the league on that team. That quote unquote build a wall thing, that that's dead. I got Bucks in four. No arguments here. Sweet. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I don't hate me for this because <laughs> I'm going to hate you for this. And I'm mad they beat my bull, so it's definitely still a sweep. <laughs> I got the Bucks winning it, but it ain't going to be no sweep. I got him in six because Jimmy Butler is going to come to play. I, 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 don't, I don't hate you. I just like <laughs> you right now, but I don't hate you. <laughs> All right. Fair, fair I, enough. I also think it's going to matter. Is Chris Middleton playing? Uh, yeah. I think... Cause I know he, you know, chilled out in that last game after trying to come back was got pulled, but 
They haven't said anything otherwise. I haven't heard anything yet. If so. he ain't playing, I'm t- I'm gonna take the Bucks in seven. Ooh. Okay, I'm starting to hate you a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I mean, even in then, it's gonna be a toss up because I mean, in all reality, Jimmy Butler, if he's performing, he can he can put up numbers like Giannis, like. That's why I don't think really people are giving them a chance, and that's going to give them the motivation even more to push the series. Because if the Heat go on a run, I mean, it's going to be the most televised series if they go start going on a run and like, oh, this red hot team of the Bucks is getting stomped on right now. So people are going to start watching it. I mean, no, I mean, it, you're right. I mean, I mean, that goes to the wide range of outcome for the Miami Heat team. So, I mean, we will see. But there's hey, 34, number 34. That's all I'm going to say. I, I, uh, he's dangerous. He is a scary person to, to play against. <laughs> facts. All right. So this next series here I find is definitely one of the most intriguing to me. We got the Clippers and the Suns. There's a lot of storylines here. I just for disclaimer purposes. Uh, if Paul George was playing, I would be taking the Clippers in this series. I would, but I will say this: the Suns, regardless, has the highest ceiling uh, out of any team in the Western Conference because of Kevin Durant. They haven't lost the game with Kevin Durant's in the lineup. They they just haven't. Nope. Um, you got Westbrook, you got Durant, that whole narrative, but it's not as you know major as it was a few years ago. Yeah. Um, Kawhi and Durant. I mean, that's you know, that's usually been a pretty good matchup between the two, even though I think Durant has still gotten the little best of them. But you know, Kawhi is still Kawhi when healthy. Uh, Westbrook has played a lot better. Um, I don't think Chris Paul can do anything with him these days. I mean, I, I still look at him as a cone that Patrick Beverly called him a few years ago. <laughs> um, you know, Devin Booker at times, you know, could be brilliant and at times can be cold, but. I mean, I mean, if I, I'll say this much, if if Westbrook is playing like he's been playing with this Clippers team, just with all all this hardened energy and not turning over the ball as much, and getting everybody involved, and you you know, Clippers got one of the deepest teams in the whole league, and everybody starts coming to play. I mean, things can get interesting here. Suns are top loaded. Clippers definitely got more depth. I. I'll, I'll let y'all pick first. I'm still, I'm still, I ain't gonna lie. I'm waffling. It's somebody in seven. I, I'm still figuring it out here. To me. Um, I got the Suns in seven. I just feel like all the talent the Clippers have, all the depth, I just feel like they just gonna find a way to Clipper. <laughs> <laughs> and Clipper. I mean, we honestly, the last what three to four years, they've arguably had probably one of the best rosters in the NBA, and we've been sitting waiting. And maybe, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe this is the year we've been sitting waiting on the first. Well, the first time it was, uh, I think it was 20, 2019, 2020, We was expecting them and the Lakers to be, you know, the way I'm I mean, fine. That was, that was the it, bubble year. 
I yeah. think it would happen if it wasn't for the bubble. I really think. I really yeah. do believe that. I mean, up 3-1 against Denver, now nah, don't get there. I think the next – I forgot what happened these last couple of years, but it's just – it just never happens. You'd be like, wow. I mean, it just never happens. So, I'm hoping, you know, they finally get to, you know, the Western Conference Finals or we finally see, like, this is the Clippers team we've been waiting to see. And maybe they have the right coach for that now. You know, maybe they have the wrong coach. Maybe they have the right coach for that. Well, I, I think they did go to the Western Conference Finals last year. Did they? I think they did. Play the Warriors on the Was it last year or was it the year before? I know the I'm last, last I think year they, it was Warriors and Memphis. Okay, no. Wait. No, last year was Warriors and Mavs. I think the year oh, before yeah, they went to the Western Conference. I, I want to say they did. Yeah, but then I they lost like four to two. Look, in fact, are you fact-checking that? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking it up. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they did. I thought they went because I, I think playoff P like Paul George was going off on, on one of those years. Yeah, so they then they lose what four to two maybe. It was 20, 20 and twenty one. They lost to the Suns in the conference finals. Ah. So when the Suns went to the finals, okay, so, there we go. But okay, yeah, yeah. Playoff P was actually you know Paul George was actually doing his thing that playoffs. I remember. Well, he not got rid way. of that whole label. Not the Western Conference Finals, then I'll say the final. At least okay. get there. Fair enough. How long is uh Paul George injured for? Hold on. The whole series. Until he'll be out until the second round, I believe. Cause uh I'm taking the Clippers in five. Wow, the Clippers in five? Mm-hmm. Or six, five or six. And I more so say that because right now, Westbrook, the way he's playing, I, I think he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. And knowing that he's going against KD, I think that's going to give him that extra motivation. Because yeah. at this point, KD has a ring and he doesn't. They came from the same spot. They came with all the controversy and everything over the last few years. And yeah, it's pretty much dead now, but he's got to still be looking at it like, well, I've got an MVP. He's got an MVP. I don't have a ring yet. So even if like they became friends later in life, you know, just like me and you, or just like me and Jamal, like if we were doing the same career and shit and, somebody else had something more than us like that's gonna be held above us later on in life when we're sitting there joking around and everything like yeah you ain't gonna ring like this it's gonna be held against you so like even if they became friends later on and like became close again and not away from the media away from all the all the storylines and everything that's still gonna be held against you so i think right now he's playing with the chip on his shoulder and then playing against kd knowing that they're undefeated with kd in the lineup now this is my point to prove after them bad years in LA and, and with the Clip, uh, Lakers. So I'm taking the Clippers in five or six. That's wrong. He said five or six. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to yeah. see it go to seven because I mean we know we know what KD does in game sevens. So 
Man, I think you had some McDonald's Sprite this morning. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> Speaking a, of Canada Dry Bold, I don't know. <laughs> Man. Nah, um, like my heart says Clippers and seven. That's what my heart say. Um, you know, I'm feeling emotional today, so I'm going to go with my heart. I'm, I'm going to take Clippers and seven. But man, this is this is the series that I'm going to be looking at, like for sure. I'm going to be tuned in. I don't care if I'm at work or I don't know. I just, whenever this series is on, I'm going to be tuned in on my phone, tablet, computer, TV, whatever. Just, it's, it's going to be entertaining for, for everything that y'all just stated. So, and then the last series, which I feel like is a little lackluster here, but, but I still think this, this series could be interesting. And that is the Timberwolves and Nuggets. Um, as we know, um, you know, punches was thrown, hands was broken, but nevertheless, uh, Timberwolves are in the playoffs. Um, Anthony Edwards, I feel like is going to be a very key component to this whole series. I need to see that dog in him. Uh, I need to, for him to put that. I didn't, I didn't see the game last night, but I know, you know, they did their thing or whatnot. I don't know how many points he had. I just hope he recovered from the game against the Lakers because, I mean, things happen. I mean, heck, I remember Kobe Bryant airballing four times against the Jazz in the playoff game. Things happen. So the Nuggets have been, like, one of the better teams in the last, like, five years in the Western Conference. But it's one of those to where I feel like there's some pressure on them because they haven't been to no finals. They've been to one Western Conference finals. Uh, they've been underachieving the whole time. I feel like the Timberwolves are, in a sense, playing with house money here. It's just a matter of if this team, they assembled this team for playoff purposes. Yeah, They have, we, we talked about how when this trade happened to where, yeah, the bigs between Towns and Gobert can be an issue floor spacing-wise and all this stuff on offense. But we also looked at the other end of the spectrum of how problematic this can be for other teams if done correctly if everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing everybody know they assigned roles carl anthony towns not having javel mcgee moments and you know every you know everything just flowing they don't have dlo anymore they have mike conley which is probably going to end up being a maybe a good thing to to a certain degree in the series more so for controlling the pace when things may get out of control maybe but with me in this series, it comes down to how are they going to stop the two-time MVP, Jokic? Like, is there a way to slow him down? If they slow him down, then things get a lot more interesting and palms start to get sweaty for the Nuggets and things can unravel. That coincide with Anthony Edwards doing his thing, and I don't think anybody on Denver can really guard him once he starts to get going. So with that being said, I'm just full of surprises today. I'm going to take the Timberwolves for seven. And you know what? For that specific reason, I'm with you, Jamal. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Timberwolves in seven. They play. I mean, if they play like they played last night, you got 19 and 10 from uh, Anthony Edwards. You got nice. Rudy, he had 21 and 10. Mike Conley had four. Then you got uh, Carl Anthony Towns. He had 28 and 11. Sheesh. Okay. okay efficient as well so i mean if they 
if they can put if they can put a couple of games like that together, I mean they could be they could be a surprise of the West. But I mean it all it still comes down to coaching and you know I think Mike them having Mike Conley will be a big factor for them in the playoffs coming with that experience. So uh, I I would say Timberwolves and seven. <laughs> God, aren't you in um, Denver right now? No, I'm in St. Louis. Okay. <laughs> um, I like living in Colorado more than once. I just don't believe Denver has what it takes. Denver to me right now is what the Colts were from 98 to 05 when they would make mm. the playoffs and get beat. I agree. I am taking the Timberwolves in a sweep, actually. Maybe five, but it's not going more than five. I don't think Jokic has enough support to go anywhere. The role players that they have given him, I mean, who is it, Murray, I think it is, that's with him? Jamal Murray, yeah. I don't think – he is consistent enough to be able to win the series right now. They don't have enough role players. They don't have enough of the bench in general, like to be able to withstand what Minnesota's got right now. And Minnesota is hit or miss at the times, but I mean, regardless, you have Gobert and you have Towns sitting there and that's going to slow down. Jokic, and then at that point, what does Denver have? Exactly. So it's crazy because, you know, a couple of years ago, we was talking about how, you know, Jamal Murray was on that way of being to that all-star level before the ACL. Yeah, I don't think he's fully got back to that level yet. You know, ACL injuries, you know, getting back to where you was. He, he's playing timid. Like, he's not playing with the same aggression as he was. Yeah, Exactly. So, Exactly. So you got that. Michael Porter Jr., I'm, I'm a big fan of his. I feel like he hasn't turned the corner like I have thought he would yet. Yeah. It doesn't say it can't happen, but hasn't happened, in my opinion. Another thing that I think that people forgetting in regards to the Timberwolves here is the playoff experience they received last year. Yeah. If we if we remember, they should have beat Memphis last year. They gave up three 20-point games in that playoff series. They should have won that series. I'm, I feel like, you know, losing like that, losing like that will make them come in this time around and finish games off before it gets to that point. I really believe that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm uh, I, I'm pleasantly surprised that you all thought the same on this one. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Because, man, oh, man, oh, man. And just really quick, because um, probably have to go soon. But so I was listening to this on the radio, and I definitely want to bring this up. Listen to it yesterday. So you know, there's there's levels to this. I mean, this is the one percent of the world playing in this league, and then there's one percent of the one percent that's in the Hall of Fame. But then there's also one percent. It's it's tears to this. Yeah. So there's all star caliber players. There's max contract players. And then there's 
that guy, him, that could single-handedly carry you to the finals. Now, just going through all these teams, I don't think there's probably no more than – I think it's less than 10 guys that can probably bona fide carry you to the to the, to the finals and win it. I'm talking about the, the, the yikes of Giannis, probably Embiid. You can probably, based on what we saw last year, you can say Jason Tatum. You can say that. Outside of that, are we throwing is, – is LeBron still that guy that can do it? I mean, he probably almost don't count. We've seen that for him before. All right, so we, we, we'll step aside. I mean, he's in a different category. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, I, I would say Kevin Durant. Yeah, I would say Kevin Durant. Kawhi Leonard, we saw it. Yeah. And then from there, as I'm looking through all these teams, would you consider Jimmy Butler one of them? No. I, I would say he can be. It just depends on what Jimmy Butler were getting because we've seen him do it a few years ago. He didn't win it, but he did it. Well, okay, what about so. Steph? Oh, Steph, hands down, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So we got about six or seven-ish right now. Yeah. Would you consider John Morant? Got to go improve. I would say he can be just because the way he can change the emotion of the game. Uh, I, I got you on that one. So we got what? Six and two possibles here. So somewhere. So seven. Yeah, eight. But- All right. So nobody on, nobody on Brooklyn. I would assume Trey Young. I'm pretty sure y'all going to say no on that one, right? He has the talent too, but I, I just don't think so. He has the talent too, but he doesn't have even the the mediocre mediocre role players to help him push him over the line. Like he'll put up his stat line, but yeah. the talent that he brings is not enough to consistently win the games. Okay, so at that point, he's a max guy, but he isn't him then. Because yes. if you're him, you're going to do it no matter what. You're going to elevate yeah. what you got around you to get there. Yeah. Because I'm looking at it this way. Back when Derrick Rose before the ACL thing, he was him. Oh, yeah. Uh, by default, because we had the worst starting shooting guard in the league and Keith Bogans. So, therefore, by so, uh, nobody on the Kings. De'Aaron Fox, I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> um, Nuggets, it, the two-time MVP, do you consider him? No. No, he hasn't seen a playoff. He hasn't seen the finals yet. Like, yeah. like I Brady, said, I mean, he can get him. Like I said, he is Peyton Manning before Peyton won his first ring. That's exactly what he is of the NBA. So who's going to be the one to pick off Tom Brady in this matchup for them to get to the Super Bowl? Or the finals? Is, is it is it not happening right now? Is it still not happening? I don't. No. I don't. I don't see Denver winning a ring anytime soon. I don't see Jokic staying in Denver unless they make the finals in the next three years, and I don't see that happening. Fair enough. So, 
we literally got about eight guys here. And I would say the own, and I would say outside of the guys that's, uh, I guess, not in the playoffs, the only person that comes to mind is Luca. I know for a fact yeah. Luca is that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that's what nine, nine guys in the league that can bonafide basically get you there. That can like just go on a rampage and get you there. And yeah. as we said, LeBron's in his own category. That's just just different. Oh, Anthony Davis, is he or is he not? No, because of injuries. No, yeah, he hasn't proved it. Yeah, because of injuries. No, he's not that guy. He has the talent. I mean, I mean, if by far talent. If we're gonna say that Anthony Davis is that guy, then Zion is too. Well, we have to say Trey Young is too. Then, if we gonna say, <laughs> and that's where we close the door because we're not saying any one of those. Things. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, no, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, uh, that I, unless y'all got something else, I, that's about it for me. Yeah, I mean, y'all just enjoy some basketball. Playoff time, yeah. Oh, I do got to mention one thing. What is going on with the Tampa Bay Rays? Did they win again last night? Because I, I, at this point, I'm just throwing money on them every day to win. <laughs> Damn the red face. <laughs> that is nuts. But I mean, no. are, 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 are they the coach from uh, '98 to '05? <laughs> Possibly. It might be baseball's version. <laughs> right. No, I, I feel mean, like nobody. I still feel like nobody thinks they're gonna win the World Series, even with this. Oh, they ended up losing yesterday. Did they? Man, so the one time I actually put money. Man, see, <laughs> you know what? Hey, you know what? That, that's one of the reasons why I don't bet. Everybody asks me, "I know you're big into sports. Why you don't bet?" I'm like, because when I bet, the most random player goes off and I lose. Mm-hmm. It, it, it does happen. Now, game winning streak. As soon as I bet, it's, it's just all bad. They don't show up. Everybody got the flu. It's, 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 it's always going to be something. So I'm like, nah, that's okay. No, it's a funny story because uh, I worked for the Cubs in 2016. So I got a World Series ring sitting here. Wow. But really? yeah. But it was so funny because it seemed like every time I worked a playoff game at home, they lost. <laughs> so I stopped working. I'm like, no, I'm not jinxing this shit. Like, no, like we need to win this. We appreciate your and sacrifice. So, <laughs> so exactly. I didn't work the playoff games at home simply because the the two that I I worked they lost both of them. Mm. So I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm not putting this on me. So like, you know, us as sports fan, we're all superstitious. Like, we believe yeah. certain things. Sure enough, the games I did not work when we were at home, we won. That's crazy. That's crazy. I was like, you know, whatever. Like, I watch it from home. Uh, I work my other job at the time, and we were uh, we were all at the bar for Game Seven against mm-hmm. Cleveland. When I tell you, cops were stopped outside the bar crying because we won. Like it was the craziest scene, and you know, all of us when. Uh, I think it was Rajay Davis who hit the game tying home run in the eighth and ninth inning. All of us were just like, damn, this isn't happening. Like, it's not happening. Like, we were all in shock. But if you think about it, so 108 years, um, 
it it lasted like the score was ten uh eight to seven in the tenth inning. So you put that together, tenth mm, inning, eight runs, hundred and eight. Like yep. it was just like everything was falling into place. But like I said, I was so superstitious. I didn't even work the games at home because I was like, no, like it's not happening. All right. But wow. honestly, they might be a scary team this year if Cody Bellinger can get it going. Dancy Swanson's got it going right now. Like if all these guys play like they've been able to play in the past, I'm not even going to lie. I might choose them. I might bet on them right now to win the World Series. Stay consistent. I'm in. I'm here. I mean, I mean you, you've been drinking your uh, your Sprite this morning, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't put anything past you right now. <laughs> it's literally what I'm drinking right now, too. <laughs> oh, man. So, but, uh, but fellas, uh, we're going to wrap this up. I definitely, uh, John, first and foremost, appreciate you for impromptu just stopping by, appreciate joining us this morning. Uh, uh, Ian, uh, it's always a pleasure, man. Uh, yes, sir. And and it's like you know, Brandon likes to do, and which I, I we all like to do. Uh, before we get into the weekend, fellas, uh, any final thoughts or shout outs or anything like that? Uh, Ian, what you got? Um, just try to enjoy the weather, it's been pretty nice. Uh, Monday, I'll probably be back cold, snowing, but. <laughs> It, it, it'll, it'll come back. It'll, it'll come back. <laughs> nice weather to come back. Uh, yeah, just be safe. Enjoy some playoff basketball. Enjoy the family. Um, uh, you know, prayers to Brandon and his family and condolences uh, from us. And that's it. Good stuff. Uh, John, what you got, man? I just want to appreciate. Uh, thank you guys for letting me come on, chatting it up with you guys. Uh, I hope everybody's being safe out there as the warmer get, the weather gets warmer, regardless of if it gets cold again in the next few days, just be <laughs> safe out there. Uh, yeah. If you're going to drink and party and everything during these playoff games, don't drive, just be safe out there. Be smart about what you're doing too. So. Facts. And you know, this week with weather has definitely been a, a, a perfect tease. I, I, I'll take it. Like <laughs> every day. What we, Man, like you know, finally get some weather that them southern people have been having the whole year. And like, <laughs> it's, it's cool. And if it goes back to the fifties and sixties next week, I don't have a problem with it because I got my little ADN, and I know it'll be back in about a month, so we cool. But yeah. uh, but yeah, nevertheless, um, you know, playoff basketball is here. Definitely enjoy. Um, first round usually one of my favorites before we get to the finals because you got a whole bunch of games happening all the time. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's all I got, but yeah, once again, condolences, uh, and prayers to Brandon and his family. Uh, but yeah, I guess until next time, you know, you all stay safe, be blessed and, uh, peace out. Peace.